It's like the most Mondayest of Mondays to ever have Mondayed. I say that it could be worse, but <laughs> it's you know, you know, Ash. Things are just too much, Ashley. It's too much. I know it's a lot. I know. I'm so like in a rut that um, I joined two different food subscription boxes. <laughs> Which ones did you get? Yeah, and if either one would like to sponsor, that would be great. Um, <laughs> I got HelloFresh for my kids. Love HelloFresh. Because they have kid-friendly, like, yeah. you know, stuff for them. Yeah. And for me, I got Green Chef, with the, which is vegan and vegetarian. Yes, I have seen those. They are targeting me on Instagram. <laughs> it's kind of expensive, but... I found that I was just eating the same, like a tofu taco. And yeah, I was just, I can't, like, I was like, I can't eat this stuff anymore. I need yeah. help. Yeah. So, Green Chef, hello. Hello, Fresh Green Chef. Hello. Yeah. I, uh, well, Linda and I stopped getting Hello Fresh because it was yeah. just like getting too much. Um, but I loved it. I can't justify it in my budget for myself, <laughs> but I, yeah. it. and I've been wanting to try green chef. So let me know. It is. It's a little pricey though. Yeah. I figured it would be, but that makes me hope that it's better ingredients. And yes. And so for three meals for two people, that's, that's six meals just for me. So I, I can, last all week right right yeah yeah um, which would be the same for you yeah love a, I love a subscription box I like that I don't have to do the work like things are there for me I do have to you, you have to chop things a lot yeah. and, like do all of that which is work but it's just running out of ideas like yeah same like because no one can go out to eat I don't usually have enough money for takeout well, yeah. And even if you have my, like, I got sushi on Friday just for myself and it was $30. It's expensive. And if you have, <laughs> if you have it delivered like a waiter or grandpa, yeah. whatever, you know, you want to tell those people, now. you know, I always want to give a good tip. And then it's like, I had 50 bucks. Yeah. Later, I, I might as well get like, a whole box of food. I was like, damn, I'm an expensive date, man. I know. Shit. I just wanted some tuna tataki on a Friday. <laughs> no, I know. It's, I, I've gotten real bad with the like ordering things online because it's all boredom. I'm just like, oh, so bored. Yeah. So Consistently. Bored. Yeah. I, I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's tough to like, yeah, I feel like I, so I have an addiction to the grocery store. I don't know if I've ever shared this on here before. I think I've shared it with you before, but I have an addiction to the grocery store. I go and I buy things. I do cook. I cook a lot, but I just like go and buy a lot of shit all the time. And half the yeah. time I think it's because I'm bored. I'm like, oh, let me go buy that $20 piece of hunk of tuna so I can make my own tuna tataki. And at that point, I might as well have just gone to Shogun and got 
got them to make it for me. Right. I I I think I'm just bored. And so I, the fresh market, shout out to the people at the fresh market because I'm there all the time. And I listen to so, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and the more mainstream ones do have a ton of sponsored deals. So I'm like, a low sugar calorie wine made by a women owned company, sign me up. Right. <laughs> I'm having a gadget for my husband I'm never going to use. Of course. I have a 12 pack wine that's supposed to be coming at some point that I use offer code, whatever. That's amazing though. That's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> it's a problem. I know. I know. And I feel like it's getting to be like y'all. I try to be funny and I try to be upbeat and I try to be whatever, but shit's getting tough, man. And then I'm losing things to talk about. Like all, all I got to talk, I got the COVID shot yesterday. Right. That's something my arm hurts. Awesome. If I, I don't know what it feels like to be stabbed, but like, I feel like this is like the next day or the day after, or like two days after you get stabbed. Like, that's what I feel like my arm feels like. Yeah. You don't usually get the flu shot. That's what the flu shot feels like. So I do, I didn't this year because our oh. office wasn't offering it, but I, I have, I have it. I haven't, I have it, but I got Hugo has opinions about the flu shot. But I got it like in 20, what what year? I don't know what year. What day is it? What year is it? I really don't know. I think fall, winter of 2019 is when I got it. And it did not hurt like this. I get get shots and stuff a lot with my, and I've, I've said this before, I have an autoimmune disease for anyone that wants to know why I'm getting the COVID vaccine before other regular people. Um, I have an autoimmune disease, so I'm high risk, but, um, and sometimes it's not always good to get the flu shot. There's different opinions, difference of opinions in the autoimmune community, but I did get it two years ago or a year ago, essentially a year ago. And it did not hurt like this. Like it hurt that day and it was kind of like sore. This is like, I can't like, this is as far as I can lift my arm. Like I cannot like move it. It hurts to move. Like literally laying down yesterday. I laugh when I'm in pain. Another weird thing about me, but I, it makes me laugh for some, for some re- weird reason. And I was like hysterically laughing at like 2 a.m. this morning because my arm was in such pain. <laughs> And I felt like such a nerd, but I was like, I didn't know what to do with myself. The woman too. I also, I appreciate when someone's like real with you, especially because like I go to doctors all the time, I get shots and injections and blood taken and yada, 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 like all, all that kind of stuff. And a lot of the time people are like, it'll be fine. It's great. Then they stick a steroid shot in your ass and it burns like a motherfucker. And you're like, you could have just told me that. So I could have braced for that feeling. Like, don't lie to someone kind of thing. So I go in, (laughs) I go in to get my shot and I ask the pharmacist and I'm like, oh, she's like, do you have any questions? I was like, no. And I said, well, I was like, does it matter? I was like, my one question would be, does it matter? Like what arm? Like, should I not use my, should I use my non-dominant arm or whatever? (laughs) she goes 
without skipping a beat. It doesn't matter. It's going to hurt either way. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. I was like, thank you for being, I think her name was Nikita. I was like, thank you for being real with me. I started cracking up laughing because it threw me off. I thought she was going to be like, oh, like maybe you might want to do that. Like, you know, just in case it hurts. She just looked at me. and was like, it's going to hurt either way. So it doesn't matter what charm you put it in. And I was like. (laughs) I always appreciate that. Yeah. It threw me, it threw me off. My mom was like, why? Because she drove in case I like had, you know, a weird reaction. But yeah. she, she goes, why were you laughing? And like, y'all were having the best time and you're literally getting something injected into your arm. It was so, I was cracking up. It was so funny. I was like, thank you for being real. Cause no one ever says that. It's like, I want to know what I have to brace for. Like, am I like holding on for dear life? I think they put a numbing thing on it too. Like a numbing spray. And then they did it. Cause it didn't hurt to get it. It hurt like a bitch after <laughs> but that's yeah. that, you see that's worth that, it though this is, this is not great podcast uh <laughs> entertainment this is all we have going on in our lives it's so sad There's nothing going on not a There's single going on. thing not a single thing nothing I everyone keeps asking what I'm gonna do for my birthday I don't know my birthday is at the end of this month I don't know what do what do I can't have a party. So do what? I don't know. It'll probably be me and Hugo watching episodes of ER while I drink wine and sit on the couch. <laughs> like order I some more sushi. Every night. Or, or, and probably order sushi. <laughs> like I do. Most order that wine that I ordered. I'll give you the code. There you go. Maybe who, what wine is it? They need to give us a code so we can give it to everyone listening. <laughs> It's called Bev. Bev? B-E-V? Bev. It's a woman-owned, B-E-V. It's a woman-owned company, and um, it comes in a can, and it's like low sugar, all natural kind of stuff. I have been hearing more things about wine in a can, and I'm not against it. I'm not against it at all. I feel like that would have been really convenient if we were having Mardi Gras but we're not. So, oh, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. maybe when yeah. I go look at some houses or something, I can bring my wine in a can, but I'm not going to drive. Obviously. Um, I will tell you that I am going to be making jello shots. Yes. Uh, Get out to uh, friends. So if you want to swing by my porch, I will give you some gonna, jello shots. Are you going to throw them to me like you're in a parade? I'll catch them. Roll your window down. I'll toss them in there. (laughs) Toss them on in there. That's awesome. I love your jello shots. Yeah. We're going to miss Mardi Gras. It's okay. It's going to come back in 2021, 2022. I don't know what year it is. Bigger and better than ever before. That's what I'm going with. So it's going to be okay. We'll be fine. We're going to be okay. We will. We will pull through this. I think we're all going to survive. Everyone is. I'm going to be much more poor because I will be eating subscription boxes. (laughs) Well, you know, at least you'll be eating well. You will be fed. (laughs) That's a positive. Uh -uh. (laughs) 
Well, this story is stories, multiple little short snippets um, I have today are also something you can do for, for free. It, yeah, ish. Um, <laughs> I guess. I, I mean, they probably don't want me to tell you you could do it for free, but you know. Um, so it started, I believe I said this my week last, like my episode, two episodes ago, that we got a write in from someone, like for a story suggestion. And their story suggestion was about the hotel provincial, provincial, provincial. Provincial? Provincial? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> the one thing I didn't look up, if I was saying the name of it correctly. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> this is this is where we're at. Okay, we're gonna we're we're all holding on for dear life, hoping I get through it. Um, so yeah. it started with the hotel provincial. I'm gonna go with that. I'm just gonna say it like that. I'm gonna commit to it. I'm gonna say it confidently. Uh, yeah. and we're going to go with it, but the hotel provincial. So this person had stayed there, um, with their partner. Um, I believe they said husband, um, but we'll say partner and before, or, or they're supposed to stay there. Anyway, they had heard about it because it was, it's apparently haunted. So it's funny because typically like, for example, I did an episode about the Bourbon Orleans and that had a plethora of information about it. So I went into this thinking, I'm going to find a lot of information about this hotel. Like if it's haunted, sure. Nay, nay. Um, so <laughs> I didn't, I found a little bit of snippets. And I also think that this hotel is one that the ghost adventures are besties at ghost adventures. Um, I think they did a little thing in here. It was either here or the Audubon cottages, which put a pin in that, okay. that as well. So, um, so I started with this and then something that I read about it actually led me to other hotels. So I'm calling this a haunted hotel hop. That's what we're going to go with. Love it. Obviously, these are not the only haunted hotels in New Orleans because New Orleans is old full. and yeah. full of haunted full of places and things and all of that. But these three are connected because one common theme I found um, revolved around a military hospital that used to be in New Orleans during the Civil War. And I was like, what is this hospital? Have tried to, I tell you, Ashley, spent hours trying to find this hospital, trying to find information on it, trying to find what it was. But apparently everyone that like owned these different locations just like mentioned that it was that a hospital of some sort was there but nobody like wrote anything down I found one name about it so I'm going to try to um I'm, I think I'm going to email someone at the historic New Orleans collection to kind of like ask more about the hospital because I would like to know kind of like what went down there what it was called all of that kind of stuff so we'll put a pin in that hopefully we'll find more about that but that hospital linked three hotels that I found. Um, I found the link between the three when I was looking up the Hotel Provincial. 
so the we'll start with the hotel provincial so the hotel provincial um the land where it sits at first was um it was a land like granted by the king of france louis the 15th he gave it to um bienville lieutenant louis boucher de grand prix i think okay. uh, <laughs> 1725 Right. Um, a lieutenant for Bienville. That's gotcha. go with that. A lieutenant for Bienville in 1725. Um, it was then bought by um another person with a really, really French name um that I'm not gonna try to <laughs> pronounce. <laughs> um and then um then it was purchased again by the Rock and Laurence family during the 1800s. Um in 1903, the land was sold to the French Market Ice Company, and then eventually the ice company was no longer. Um, <laughs> and it <laughs> this family's name looks like it's De Pepe, but I don't know if that's correct. <laughs> but it's right. um, D U P E P E. To me, that's De Pepe. Okay. <laughs> that's right. What it reads as me. But anyway, the family yeah. <laughs> that family purchased the property in 1958, and they built. That's when they built the um, buildings that are now the Hotel Provincial. Okay. Um. So, part of the building, um, like part of the land building, like all of that kind of thing was a medicinal herb garden that supplied to the military hospital, which was down the street from it. So okay. that's where the military hospital comes in. So the, the Hotel Provincial was like the herb garden, essentially like had some like, you know, different, it was owned by, I, I guess like owned by the military or whatever. Um, so there were, um, slaves quarters and a townhouse like a main townhouse that were built in 1825 um and the final restoration to the property um was in 1967 um so they have a couple of different buildings with the hotel provincial um anyone that has not been to the french quarter a lot of the hotels in the French, like in the actual French Quarter, unless they were in a big building like the Bourbon Orleans or something like that, they're very small, like um, cottage-like oh, hotels. Yeah. Like they, they, the hotel has like four different buildings essentially. Like they, you know, they they redid certain buildings. So that's yeah. kind of, um, you know, what it was. Um, so in um, it says the four hundred building. So I'm going to assume like the building that's like room 425 kind of thing, um, was built in the 1830s and used as a retail store and living quarters. There's also a hardware store that was on the site. And um, then it was eventually they bought and restored it in the 60s. Um, so that's cool. It was a bunch of different stuff. The 500 building was once part of the military hospital and it was sold by Archbishop Leon Deneck to Antoine Abbott in 1831. And then um, it was sold again and then eventually turned into the two main houses that um, are the Hotel Provincial. So it's gone okay. through 
basically it's just saying it has a long history it's gone through a bunch of things it was part of it was part of the herb garden part of it was part of the military hospital it had been living quarters it had been all kinds of things the ice house the ice company thing like all of these different things before um it became you know it became the hotel provincial um and it's on um it's actually listed on the um national register of historic places so it's you know legit it's a legit okay situation so um a couple of different um there are a couple of different like ghost stories kind of thing but there are a few that really stick um and a couple that are a little terrifying and i feel as if this happened to me i would um <laughs> probably pee my pants for lack of better analogy a sense <laughs> or a better okay example. Right. So, uh, okay, so we're gonna, we're gonna book a room for you there. Absolutely not. Um, so yeah, so during the Civil War, the hotel, like I said, part of it was used as a hospital and the hospital was for the Confederacy. Great. Um, okay. The losing team, just kidding. Um, but actually, not kidding. Um, but so it was used for the Confederate wounded. Um, and okay. it had, so one of the stories is that a security guard for the hotel was on rounds or, you know, walking around the hotel or whatever. And um, he got off the elevator on the second floor and stepped into basically a frantic hospital scene right out of gone from the wind gone gone with the wind and he yeah. um then just casually steps back onto the elevator and lets the door close wow <laughs> so um like i said i would have crap myself essentially um oh, yeah that would be <laughs> but so <laughs> and other confederates like soldier type of people are rumored to be like on different areas around like the different grounds and stuff okay. so but it's but to me i was like that i feel like that had to have happened to somebody else because <laughs> yeah <laughs> really intense that just happened to one exactly yeah. exactly they're, they basically have, like I said, a, the Confederates, it's all like hospital related type of stuff. Um, but there's not a whole, whole lot on that. So when I was looking into it, like I said, the military hospital thing kept coming up essentially. And, um, and I was like, oh, well, this is, that's weird. Like what, you know what is that what was that and i couldn't find anything but i found also that another hotel the dauphine orleans hotel was also part mm -hmm. of the military hospital and has some nice little ghosts so i looked into that and also part of the dauphine orleans hotel are the audubon cottages which are like down the street ish 
they're okay. adjacent. They're not down the street, but they're like adjacent. The Dauphine Orleans is a little bit like bigger. I've never been to the Hotel Provincial, so I really can't tell anyone like how big it is or whatever, but I've been to the Dauphine Orleans Hotel and it's pretty, it's a pretty decent hotel. Like it, but it's like, it blends in. It's another one of those like blends into everything. And I believe so do the Audubon cottages, though I've never been there either. So the Dauphine Orleans Hotel, a little bit like background. And it also connects to another one of our favorite people because the earliest records of the land or the Dauphine Orleans Hotel, like that, where the hotel is, belong to Don Andres Almanester, who is our badass Baroness's father. Um, he was everything everywhere, but he apparently owned literally everything back then. Like it, yeah. he was the person. So, um, but it also just like the hotel provincial was bought and sold and bought and sold. And the land was like all over the place. Some of the big name families, um, local wealthy families, the Chauvins and the Bonnables, apparently also owns this plot of land at some point at some point um in 1821 the, a creole cottage was built on the land and it would later become um may bailey's place oh yeah um, which i'm going to also talk about it's all like it's so it's like it's a weird plot of like land that like the whole thing it's it's a big area so now they're not necessarily connected but well, the mob, the May Bailey is connected to the hotel, but like the cottages and stuff aren't necessarily connected, but like they were all on the same plot of land. So it's like weird now because they're not all next to each right. other, but then they were all on the same plot of land. So it gets a little okay. confusing at some parts. So I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Also in 1821, John James Audubon. So Audubon Park, Audubon Zoo, all of that, they all asked for you, um, who is a naturalist, a naturalist and a painter. Um, he did his Birds of America series while staying in the cottage area, like in the area that's like now the Audubon Cottages, Ma Bailey, like May Bailey. I keep saying Ma Bailey for some reason. May Bailey's and, yeah. and all of that. Um, which is also why Audubon Cottages are named they're named after him in 1834 a um merchant named samuel herman built um a manor on the property or in the, on the land um and he only wanted to use like the best of the best like whatever and it then became herman house um that's they called it herman house and it then became part of a small hotel called the anchor hotel before being taken over by the Dauphine orleans um okay. You can actually stay though in the Herman House guest rooms now, and it's across the street from the main Dauphine Orleans Hotel. Um, very, all very confusing, if you ask me. In 1857, that's when May Bailey's Bordello opened, um, and this was like in the middle of the red light district. Um, but fun fact, it was the, well, allegedly i'm gonna go with it's true but um it was the first licensed brothel in the city oh, so apparently okay. um they were the police and all of that at the time were trying to like clean up the red light district and um they may bailey was basically like i'm not cleaning <laughs> like i'm not gonna do this so she would pay the fine ahead of time to like stop them from coming in to like raid the place essentially I just thought that was really funny. There yeah. is a backstory. Apparently her um, 
sister is one of the ghosts that haunt May Bailey's place. I am finding more information about that because that story sounds bonkers, but I couldn't find any, like just on my initial search, I wasn't really looking into May Bailey's, but um, just on my initial search, I couldn't find anything, but um, it involves a wedding dress and a jilted lover. I just (laughs) gotta find more, obviously that's right up my alley. Um, so yeah, so May Bailey's basically was kind of like what May Bailey's is now, but minus the prostitution. Essentially. Right. So it kind yeah. of like had the same feel. It was a, like you went, you got drinks, you hung out, you did all of like that kind of stuff. Um, so very, very cool. In 1968, the Dauphine Orleans now main house was built, um, and it was designed as like a French Quarter townhouse. So that's why it kind of like blends in with everything. Um, and it officially opened on August 15th in 1969. Um, in 1991, the carriage houses part, the carriage house cottages part of the property were um, brought back to their like original um, style or, or, I guess, um, with the original brick walls, yeah. wood post, handmade nails, um, which again, everyone's be, everyone be claiming Jean Lafitte as a blacksmith. And I'm like, y'all oh. come on. It says the nails that were uncovered are believed to have come from the blacksmith shop of the infamous pirate Jean Lafitte. Y'all well, stop well. claiming it. Anywho. So, um, some of the ghost sites, that was a long history, but I just feel like you need to get the essence of something. I'm a history nerd. I just feel like you got to get the essence of something. Anyway, sure. so obviously because so many people have um, been there, it was also also part of like the military area and like all of the military hospital area and all that kind of stuff. And plus it was a bordello. A lot of people went there. You're going to get a lot of characters. So um, ghost sightings and hauntings, um, have obviously been, you know, seen up in there. So they get, you will see, um, Civil War soldiers, um, a lot in the different, um, courtyards, sometimes actually in May Bailey's place. Um, I have, I have been there a few times. I have not seen any Civil War ghosts, so I'm not you know, I can't say that for, for sure. But then you'll also right. see well-dressed ladies of the night who were more than likely employed by May Bailey's. Um, a lot of guests and some um, employees have reported multiple sightings of a soldier wearing a military uniform and wandering around the courtyard. Um, some, some say he seems distressed some say he seems aggravated. Apparently he paces a lot. Um, maybe somebody caught him in the bordello and was like, what are you doing over there, sir? Who knows? Um, there is also a ghost um, who has been described as whimsical and slightly oh. disturbed. <laughs> so, um, and they have, guests have seen this woman, um, dancing in the courtyard. So dancing around the courtyard and, um, 
many believe she is one uh, apparently there is a specific woman that worked at the bordello that later became an alcoholic so i guess they think she's like drunk and dancing in the courtyard which adds up could also be a regular person <laughs> that's happened could a be lot. anybody yeah could be anyone yeah. um, <laughs> there is also a ghost that lingers inside the bar um and uh, all other soldiers who um are in uniform all up in all up in the bar and um and all of that so you know additionally um part of that also is the audubon cottages like i said it's um you know it was named after um john james audubon um they are seven um, private cottages that is surround that surround to be what people believe as the oldest pool in the French Quarter. Huh. Didn't know that, but apparently it is. Um, so each cottage has like its own vibe. I personally think they look a little. They need an upgrade, if you ask me. But right, just right. me. Um, I also don't like old looking things because i just immediately assume that some spirit is attached to it like something's gonna haunt me in this situation that's, yeah. just, that's just me um a lot of the haunted um hauntedness um are in cottages two and cottages four so anyone looking for specific encounters um and there is apparently in cottage four a country music loving ghost who likes oh, hey. like country music? So well, how about that? Um, Cottage One supposedly was where John James Audubon stayed when he was doing his Birds of America um, series, and um, a lot of people will hear disembodied voices, and um, a lot have seen strange, shadowy figures. Some out in the courtyard area. So that was short, maybe not, I don't know, I talk a lot, but <laughs> in my opinion, short, um, but they all are connected by this like military hospital. Like they all had, they were all involved with like the civil war military, like kind of time frame. So I just found that very interesting. And then to have the hotel provincial have like these residual hauntings of like a hospital and like a, yeah. I would assume like limbs falling off and stuff and like all of that kind of thing. That sounds um, wild. Yeah. I just thought that was really cool. So my thought is that anyone listening to this, when you are allowed, everyone's allowed to come back to New Orleans <laughs> and New Orleans opens, you should have your own little haunted hotel hop and stay at these three. And maybe by that time, I will have found what this military hospital was called. And there what happened go. there and i will give you that information so it was a lot of historical stuff today but all of these have very um legitimate like a lot of people have seen ghosts heard like i said saw shadows heard disembodied voices i personally want to see the chick dancing in the courtyard <laughs> because she sounds like a party that i would like yeah. I want to join that party. Um, I'll dance in a courtyard. I have danced in a courtyard. Like, let's be real. Um, but yeah, so that's like your little historical haunt. Oh, that's an H2. Historical haunted hotel hop. 
There you go. I did it for you. There you go. So yeah, you can get some history, get some hauntedness. Maybe you see a Civil War soldier with a limb missing or something. Be careful when you step off the elevator, for sure. Right. Second floor, man. Something's going on on the second floor at the Hotel yeah. Provincial. But yeah. um, our writer, um, his name is Chris. So Chris, I hope, um, I know that probably wasn't a full report of what you wanted, but apparently a lot of people don't write down their ghost sightings. So maybe, Chris, when you come in um, from Maryland, um, you um, and your husband, yes, you and your husband <laughs> can stay at the Hotel Provincial and then email us and let us know and we can call you and have you tell us your story of the Hotel Provincial. Yeah, that'd be awesome. There you go. Um, I would also love if anyone has seen any of the ghosts at like the Dauphine Orleans Hotel or the Audubon Cottages. I don't know anyone that's ever stayed at the Audubon Cottages. I don't yeah. So um, I... I, that was the first time I ever I actually really looked into them. Um, so yeah, if y'all have any, anything, but that was, you know, a little history, a little hauntedness, a little ghost. I feel like that's Love all that, that's us in a nutshell. Yes. Indeed. History, history and hauntings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if anybody else has stayed in a haunted hotel, you want us to look into. Yeah. I, I like this hotel series. Cause I think we have, I think, Hotels are something that um, the history is written down a lot more than a normal, like just building that's either been like a restaurant or like a store or something like that. Like I think a hotel write down, writes down a little bit more of the background and, and why something would be haunted and, and yeah. all of that. So yeah. yeah, let us know. I love these suggestions from people. I actually read the emails and I actually look into the things sometimes like this one, I, <laughs> there is not a lot of information. Um, even the historic New Orleans collection didn't have a lot of information, um, which they usually come in clutch with like all the history and all the facts you need. But so apparently there's not a whole lot written down and like talked about it. So y'all have anything that you want to add or anything that you want us to look into? I love a good research sesh. So yeah, absolutely. And if you take our haunted history, no, haunted historic haunted history hop. Yeah, historic haunted hotel hop. Right? <laughs> what? Right. <am> I? <laughs> oh, I forgot already. Anyhow, if you take that, take pictures, tag us, and let us know. Maybe if it's not COVID times, we'll come out and have a drink with you at May Bailey's and see the dancing ghost ourselves. That'd be great. There you go. So spirits at gmail.com, bigeasyspiritspodcast.com, at bigeasyspirits on Facebook and Instagram. That's all she wrote, folks. Awesome. Great. Until next week. Cheers. Cheers.